Merry Christmas, Miss Evelyn. Merry Christmas, Joe B. I am just so happy. I am just so in love with you. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Well, it should be Christmas every day then. It is, whenever <laughs> I live with you. But I am so tickled that we get to be together and that we're in good health and a lot of good things are happening uh, in our world, and I just love you to death. Oh, good. Makes me all warm and fuzzy. Good, good. Let's close this out then. Okay. <laughs> well, one of the greatest news we have is that son Stephen Joe, who was a patient at the Deaconess Hospital in Evansville, Indiana, with blood clots, has been released and is on his way home in the snowy highways of southern Illinois. Oh, I bet he's thrilled to death. I know. I saw his picture uh, on Snapchat, and uh, he was smiling. Uh, but he was only smiling for everyone else because I could tell by the expression on his face, uh, it was a very painful smile. But they talked about uh, hometown heroes and uh, great uh, people and uh, their lives this morning on TV. Uh, that Chris Meacham and... Uh, Trenton Quaid, they're our heroes today. Oh, yes, they're, they're a, a good pair. Mm -hmm. um, yes, and, and I know they're all glad to get him home because just being home makes you feel so much better. And, uh, and they can be with him all the time. Being separated from someone who you don't know what's going on with them or how they feel or, you know, it's, uh, it's not very comforting for either party. What are your blessings this Christmas? Oh, well, that's certainly one. Um, two, that all of our family is, uh, other than Joey with his little incident, is uh, we're all healthy. Um, we're all here. Uh, people are celebrating and having a wonderful time in the way that they can. And so that is, that's truly my blessing this year. Yeah, and the weather, of course, we've got the greatest weather in the world in uh, Arizona. Uh, it dips down to 60 degrees, and we start piling on our coats. Oh, I used to make such fun of people out here. When we first moved to California, I mean, it was always a joke. Sam and I would say, these people, why do they even sell coats in the department stores? We could not get over why there would be this big winter coats with the head things, and, I mean, people were into Uggs. I mean, if you didn't have a pair of Uggs, you'd probably die during the winter. And uh, we always laughed that you would see a girl in a pair of Uggs up to her knees, short shorts, sweatshirt with a hood, you know, or maybe a, a you know, a parka. It was always so funny that their arms and their faces got cold, their legs, you know, their feet got cold, but those legs were always there. <laughs> it was so so funny to us. But now we understand because I always thought it was a joke when you said your blood was thinner when you were uh, living in a hot place, you know, temperature place. But I really think it's true. The longer we're here, the thinner our blood gets because uh, when it gets 60, I mean... You've got the electric blankets on as high as they'll go. And, you know, we stay wrapped up in sweatshirts and everything in the house. It's just crazy, insane. You know, we were both raised about three miles apart in Illinois, and 
the winters got terrifying there uh, back when. Uh, I can remember snow being up over fence posts. And, uh, of course, we had two cows that had to be milked every morning and every night at 5 o'clock, 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. And I remember mom would wake up. We didn't have any uh, central heat or electricity in our home. And she would go in and start a fire in a cook stove in the kitchen. And she'd come in and wake me up. And Evelyn, I would get clothes on to go outside. I would get maybe a sweater and one jacket, one coat. It was a big coat, uh, no gloves. And I'd grab the milk bucket and I'd go down to milk the cow. And uh, that's the way we lived back in the day whenever it's cold. Then we moved to California. And then we came here in the first uh, winters. The first winter I was here, I'd never had anything on but a pair of shorts and sandals and a T-shirt. Well, I know when we have uh, the kids come out, uh, I know we will always suggest to them, please bring a coat. And they'll want to know, why do you need a coat? Especially when we lived in uh, San Diego. I said, because uh, when the sun goes down, it's cold. Mm-hmm. And we're always usually down by the ocean, so bring a coat. And they would think we were kidding, and a lot of times wouldn't bring anything, and then they would be cold too. But uh, I remember, it's funny with uh, Kelly and uh, Chelsea living, still living in Illinois, and Joey. Um, we go home, and we freeze to death. I mean, we've got our gloves on, our coats, we've got everything on. And they've got little jackets on because they kind of get acclimated to the cold, you know. Um, I had a friend, uh, his name was uh, um, Bob Fusion. And it was always seems like a joke between him and a couple of other buddies. They would see who could go the longest without putting on a jacket as it got colder. Because he always said to me, don't put any jacket on until you really need it, because then he said you can make it through the winter on a light jacket or a little, you know, heavier coat maybe if it really got bad. But that was always a joke. They would wait and see who put on the jacket first and how much. And uh, but we would go home to see our kids at home, and I meant they'd grab a coat or a sweatshirt, you know, and uh, we would be freezing to death and then they come out to see us and we're freezing to death and they're saying man this is you know it's hot (laughs) so it's crazy how it works i know that my blood is thin because this morning it was 59 degrees whenever i got up and as you know i walk every morning for about 25 minutes as hard as i can walk to get ready for that walk i put on a Mm t-shirt then i put on this what do you call this it's a sweatshirt then I put on a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Then I put on the fatigue jacket that Todd gave me from the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. And then I put on that down vest <laughs> around that mm-hmm. and had my long pants on and my socks. And I went off trudging in the 60-degree weather. And probably had a beanie on or a hat, a ball cap anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I know. I know. And I had my mask on. I always yeah. wear them. Just second I walk out of the house, I put a mask on and going to continue to do so. But we are very definitely Arizonians. Oh, my gosh, yes. I mean, you know, uh, I, 
<laughs> we complain about it's too hot to go outside and sit because it's just hot. You're gonna the sun is going to because the sun here is intense even in the winter time. I mean, if you sit in the sun, it is intense, but um, it's too hot. And the next thing we know, well, it's too cold. Mm-hmm. And then about the time it just gets just right, it's too hot again. <laughs> so it's a vicious circle out here. It doesn't get too hot for me. I don't mind the heat at all. But uh, daughter Kim is in uh, Monterey with son Jonathan and his family. She's uh, finding that Monterey's got a little different uh, situation than Mesa, Arizona. Yeah, I think it's uh, like going to Illinois. Because they're on the ocean up there, um, the wind and everything, it's its a damp cold. Mm-hmm. And we always get teased because we're saying this is a dry heat here. Uh, but it's really true. It is a dry heat, and um, which makes it even hotter to me. Um, but she's up there where it's, she's been a little chilly, a little cold, but she'll get used to it. Speaking of cold, you remember the trip to Minnesota? Yes, I do. Yes, that was that was a good while ago. Sam was very little. I think we were uh, just started with uh, U.S. media, Gene Mace and his newspaper company, and he wanted a publishers meeting, an annual meeting in the Twin Cities. Oh yes, and and. Uh we had never been there. I think I stopped <clears throat> one time I went with um, my um, mom and dad's friend, Carmen Taylor, and his family to um, Fergus Falls, Minnesota. And I left there on a bus to meet my folks at the Illinois State Fair and uh, stopped in uh, the Twin Cities uh, to change buses to go on down to Illinois and uh, I always wanted to go back, and we got to go. And what was so exciting was we thought it was cold. It was in the wintertime, and there was a lot of snow. Uh, but it was funny. You would drive downtown and park in a garage, and then you would go into that building to do your shopping. And then instead of going outside to go to another building, all the large buildings downtown were connected by this overhead walkways. Mm -hmm. And it was, I bet you could walk for miles Mm -hmm. in downtown um, St. Paul. Paul. And um, I I was thinking uh, when you mentioned it a while ago that people could do their walking, just go downtown, park in the driveway, and just walk all the way around these stores just continually, you know, but it was great. But to go there, it was it was really fun and exciting. We had a great time. Yeah, yeah it was kind of unusual for Gene to pick that because he usually picked Florida or San Diego or someplace on the ocean, some resort place. But St. Paul, Minneapolis uh, was his choice. And uh, so we had the big... Uh, the big meeting at the last, the conference all ended with a, with a big dinner. And you remember the guest speaker was Garrison Keeler from Prairie Home Companion. And I kept telling Samantha, Sammy, you're going to love this guy. I mean, I, you know, the whole trip, I said, oh, I'm so thrilled that you're going to get to see Garrison Keeler. And uh, so we had the, the dinner and everything, and he drug himself up to the microphone. You remember what happened? No. 
She was bored out of her skull. Oh, yes, yes. She looked at me with oh, daggers. Yes. Well, you had loved listening to him on um, Home Companion yeah. thing on the, the radio. And so uh, you could tell definitely right there, there was just a little bit of an age gap. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she was bored to death, but we loved that. But she wasn't bored when we went the next day to the Mall of America. And um, not the largest in the world. Oh, I well, it's largest in our world. <laughs> I think it was booked then at the, as the largest in the world. Yeah, it might have been because it had a whole uh, amusement park inside, and I think we have some pictures taken of us uh, doing the uh, roller coaster into the water and stuff. And uh, I mean, you just. It was the biggest thing I had ever seen under one roof. Yeah, amazing. Had a good time. We had some great times with Gene and Janet Mace and U.S. Media. And Gene uh, died suddenly of a heart attack at age 52. Can you imagine? Just all of a sudden he was on his way down to San Diego to meet with me. We were going to go golfing and uh, had a little flutter in his heart. And went to his doctor, and the doctor said, this is going to be like a root canal surgery. You've got one artery that needs to be cleaned out, and uh, he died on the table. And uh, that was the end of U.S. media and and our involvement in, in that. We still keep in touch with Gene and Janet and uh, Graham and Allison Mace, uh, who's in St. Louis. And uh, those were good times, but... A lot to be thankful for with Gene, but we've got a lot of other things to be thankful for. Oh, yes. And when I think of him, uh, I always wonder where we would be today and what we'd be doing if he were still alive. Because not only was he our employer, we always thought of him as a a great friend. But at the same time, he always told us that he could love us from afar. That's one of our favorite sayings that he had that we use it now and then and think of him. Uh, but those were those were great times. He really liked Samantha. He, uh, but Samantha got along very well with a lot of our adult employers and and uh, people that we knew. You know, one of the reasons she does so well in the business world is that she was raised with adults. You know, we we uh, lived in how many homes when we lived when we moved from Benton? Uh, at least thirteen, I think. Mm-hmm. And almost uh, every four years for a while, and then uh, almost every year when we got to uh, California, we did. Uh, But uh, I had a thought, and I was going to tell about Samantha. Now I forgot what it was, but it'll come to me. Well, we'll just talk about the other kids. We're just so happy that Joey, who is uh, released from the hospital, is going home and uh, maybe... uh, Stetson will be able to come over from Cesar to join Trenton and and uh, Chris and Joey for Christmas. I know Aspen and Destiny are not coming in because uh, Joe and Chris had tested positive for the coronavirus earlier and had been released by the Bi-County Health Department. Of course, Kelly and his family, uh, you got a bunch of texts from them and pictures from them, so they're in good shape. Oh, yeah, they... Uh uh, Kelly and uh, Chelsea both shared with me their uh, Christmas events, which was great. Uh, it was very cold uh, where Kelly was. It's uh, trying to snow 
and uh, it was very cold and windy, but I got to see that, so I loved and enjoyed that very much. And uh, then I saw Chelsea and her big bunch at her house. Um, she does a long day of it. She does um, Christmas Eve, and then they'll have a Christmas breakfast this morning, and then they will uh, go on their separate ways to all the in-laws and outlaws. Uh, this afternoon, but um, it's a big deal at uh, Chelsea's house. She works on this for months. She's like I am. She's a Christmas freak. So, and it was very nice of them to share because I really miss being with them. It looked like Fort Knox under her Christmas tree. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, uh, I called her one day to make sure that she had gotten the gifts that I had sent, and she said, Mom, I. I think they're here. She said, I have a room that I just put all the packages. And she said, I've got about 25 or 30 in there. And she said, I don't know what's what. But when I get around to checking them, I'll let you know. And I thought, oh, my gosh. I don't know how she got them wrapped. But um, she has a great helper in Kylie and uh, Casey. They're both like their mom. They do love Christmas. So they were having a good time. And, of course, we mentioned Kim being in Monterey with Jonathan and uh, Kim's got the greatest present with her, her, her little boy. Oh, my gosh, yes. If uh, Todd's there, she's a happy camper. So she's having a great time. Todd and Christina joined with John and April and uh, Dale and Jeannie for a big Christmas party last night, then a breakfast this morning, and the boys got their presents. And uh, according to Kim, that Jeannie is a cook of all cooks. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to go see her one of these days. I love cinnamon rolls. My grandmother used to fix cinnamon rolls, homemade cinnamon rolls all the time. And, uh, yeah, and those sandwiches she fixed. I'd like to suck my teeth into one of those. That looks really good. Of course, you can tell I've been watching my weight, as usual. But uh, today, all the rolls are gone. Mm. It's first come, first serve, and eat all you can eat. Then we've got our baby. Yes. You. <laughs> no. <laughs> Samantha Joe and her oh, husband, oh, Joe G. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, we've got to mention. That baby. Yeah, we got to mention the that baby. That baby. Oh, yes, yes. She has the day planned out, which is which is great. Um, I'm so excited to get to go over and see the boys. Um, there is just, you know, a bunch of grown-ups together is fun. But there's nothing quite like watching your little grandkids or your little kids or whatever it is, uh, this is the delight of opening things, you know. And uh, so I'm excited about doing that. We'll go over and have our regular cocktail hour. And and um, believe it or not, Jack has been shooting doves. Mm -hmm. And he has got enough in his freezer. Not only does he like to kill things, <laughs> he likes to cook them then. <laughs> And so he's going to uh, have some uh, dove and some, uh, I think it was shrimp we're going to have uh, as our appetizers. And then we'll open gifts and um, then have a nice dinner. And the bunch that here is gathering today, we don't really like your typical Christmas dinner. We don't like the ham necessarily or we don't like the turkey and uh, that's strictly Thanksgiving to us so we always get something different so this year it's prime rib 
Us being you and Sam, I love everything you mentioned. Oh, yes, that's that's probably true. <laughs> yes, we don't like it. We don't like it. I mean, give me a big chunk of beef <laughs> anytime, and uh, that is good. Well, personally, I'm going to social distance. I'm going to have my gloves on. I'm going to have my mask on, and I'm going to have my germ killer in my pocket. I am going prepared, darling. Oh, I always do, too. I, I, every time I go over there, I am prepared. I have my mask on. Uh, I'm going to, you know, not touch anybody or anything, and I'm going to be very good. Uh, but then, you know, that little three-foot brat that runs around at their house? And I'm not talking about the dog, Rin. I'm talking about that little goggly-eyed, adorable thing that runs around yelling, Nana, 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 and I mean, he comes toward me, and, and I practically strip off <laughs> to get a hold of him and get a hug. So I'm not promising anything. I'm going to be very nice and be very careful, but, you know, one of these days those boys, especially boys, will grow up, and they don't hug much when they get big. Mm-hmm. You guys are not big huggers when you get big. Well, I think Jack's already that age. Uh, you know, he, there's very little uh, intimate discussion or contact or anything. Now, he does more with you than he does with me. Well, I think Jack and I kind of have a little thing. I mean, I'm not a very warm person either on my own. Now, if you're warm to me, I can be warm to you, but... How warm can you be? <laughs> Not too warm. <laughs> um, okay, but, let's close this out. And uh, to... Because uh, sometimes he will just walk by me, and honestly, he will put his hand on my shoulder and just pat me and walk on, or he'll come back and put his, you know, just give me a little hug and walk off. And I know what he means. And he knows what I mean. And, um, you know, so it doesn't have to be a monstrous thing. It depends who's hugging you and how they hug you. Well, you are exactly right. You are a cold fish most of the time. Mm -hmm. And every once in a while, maybe twice a year, Mm -hmm. maybe once a year, Mm -hmm. you'll come by and just touch me. You know, just touch me on the shoulder or something like that. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. You know, there might be love there. Yeah, I keep guessing, don't I? <laughs> the, the thing with you I've learned is that I can't touch you very often and very long because it, I mean, it sends signals to you like, you know, light the fire, man. <laughs> you know, and you start getting that look in your eye. And so I just try to, like, leave the bear alone. Yeah. You know, you don't want to poke the bear too often. Yeah, but you shouldn't be the hot little fox you are. That's what you get. Mm -hmm. People would swear you drink, (laughs) but that's okay. Well, I probably should, you know. When was the last time I had a drink? I think probably in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, uh, before we were married. (laughs) Pina coladas. Pina coladas, yes. Pina coladas and uh, cigarettes. On our honeymoon uh, cruise, and I have, uh, what were those? I guess you did. You never got loopy, though, or crazy. I don't know. 
But yes, but we you, had Sammy. Yeah, yes. But the only reason that you got loopy is that uh, you decided you wanted the glasses that the drinks came in, and that's one of my funniest stories uh, to tell on both of us because they were, you know, we didn't have any kind of like cocktail glasses at our house. Uh, we didn't drink at home. We had a house full of kids. We didn't drink at home. Just out, maybe when we were at a business meeting or something, uh, I would have a drink. You usually didn't. But we decided we wanted these glasses. And I meant, so we would take them and we'd sneak them to our room. And we would wash them really nice to get sticky stuff out of them. And then we would wrap them in toilet paper or paper towels and hide them in our luggage. And we had probably a set of six, all ready to take home. So proud of ourselves, I guess, for stealing a glass, which is kind of sad to let anybody know. But then we found out that we had gone all this trouble for nothing. The glasses were free with the drinks because the the drink was probably 50 bucks a whack. So, I mean, we, we were the ones getting taken. So, But it's always a good story to tell. We've had a lot of great times, uh, great memories, hon, and uh, a lot more today and a lot more in the future. I'm looking forward to a great time and especially 2021. Oh, I hope so. I hope they get this uh, virus uh, for the whole world uh, to get back and, and functioning like we were, only maybe with better attitudes. Uh, I'm afraid not. I'm really afraid not that maybe we've gone over the line and gone too far. But I'm hoping that people have been at home and have learned to reappreciate what they have and how they should act and treat one another. Wouldn't that be a glorious 2021 if everyone took time to do that? Very good. Let's do our part and enjoy every second. I love you, darling. You, you are sweet and a hot little fox. Oh, you're sweet and you're gorgeous and you're gradually going blind and senile. <laughs> but I love you anyway. <laughs> well, we have to love each other, you know, because we we passed our sellable prime. We are we are yeah. each other's. We are now definitely a liability. <laughs> we are observers yeah. instead of participators. Yes, we are. Darn it. Yes. yes. Happy New Year. No, Merry Christmas. We'll do Happy New Year's later. Yes. But Merry Christmas, darling. Mm-hmm. If, uh, what was the old saying, Miss? If the rivers don't... If the creeks don't rise and the... What was it? If the creeks don't rise and the... Uh... We're going to have to figure that one out. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Yes. We used to say that all the time. Somebody would say, see you soon. Well, well if there's something to rise and don't, 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 we'll figure that out. We'll let you know on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Okay. Good night, hon. See you, hon. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. If the sun don't rise, no.